Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. An amazing, beautiful thing happened. Uh, I'm not often moved by a letter, but I was today by the letter that Congresswoman Elise Stefanik wrote to the Judicial Conduct Commission about the behavior of that crazy judge, Judge Engeron, who was presiding over the fake fraud trial of Donald Trump. The guy even looks like a clown, right? Bozo the clown, purple shirt, crazy hair. I'm sorry, it is getting a little bit personal. But thank God there are people out there like Elise Stefanik, who doesn't just moan about things on Twitter, actually tries to get this guy removed from the case by creating a logical, ethical, 100% applicable letter outlining this guy's abuse, abuse of the system. And he's going after Trump because he doesn't like Trump. And she proves it. So she wrote this letter. I want to go through it because it's beautiful, but it's sad at the same time, right? Let's focus on the beautiful part. <laughs> this judge's behavior has no place in our system. The judicial system is being politicized to affect the outcome of the campaign. Judge Engeron has displayed a clear judicial bias against the defendant. Last year, Judge Engeron told President Trump's attorney that the former president is just a bad guy. Judge Engeron entered summary judgment against the defendant before the trial even began without witnesses, other evidence and cross-examination. Trump paid back the sophisticated Wall Street banks on time, in full, with interest, As agreed, did you know this part? These banks and insurance companies, supposedly defrauded, continue to do business with the defendant. Yeah, with Donald Trump. Yet Engeron, Judge Engeron, decreed before the trial that the defendant somehow committed fraud. Judge Engeron told the defendant, we are not here to listen to what you have to say. He told the defendant's counsel, I am not here to hear what he has to say. Now sit down. Judge Engeron and his staff are partisan Democrats. Judge Engeron donated to the Manhattan Democrats. Section 100.5 of the Judicial Code says that judges shall refrain from making a political contribution to an organization. Judge Engeron has gone on to gag and fine President Trump for merely criticizing Judge Engeron's law clerk, which is core political speech protected by the First Amendment. To gag a defendant is un-American. And then there's this. There was a, an expert witness, and they asked him, hey, 
Who would buy something like Mar-a-Lago? Who could possibly buy it? This happened in earlier testimony. Here's what the guy said, the expert. I could dream up anyone from Elon Musk to Bill Gates and everyone in between, kings, emperors, heads of state, but with net worths in the multiple billions. Now, he was asked a question, who could buy this place, right? The judge dismissed the testimony like this. Obviously, this court cannot consider an expert affidavit that is based on unexplained and unsubstantiated dreams. This guy is totally out of touch, totally out to get. Yeah, like this. Judge Engeron's disdain for President Trump and his politics are evident. If Judge Engeron can railroad a billionaire New York businessman, a former president of the United States and the leading presidential candidate, just imagine what he could do to all New Yorkers. And in another jurisdiction, all Americans. We are all at risk here. And society is not stopping it. Society is going along with it. That's why I say this is a very beautiful letter from a brilliant woman, the Congresswoman. But it's also very sad because it reflects that this is happening and nobody can really do much of anything about it. The media are letting it happen. The judicial system letting it happen. But that's where the culture is. It's in a free fall. You know, we're supposed to have standards that are universally applied, but they're not. And things are crazy. St. John's Church, the president's chapel, right across the street from the White House, they have a Black Lives Matter sign out front. That's a code for it. Don't burn us down again. Yeah, we're going to embrace the, uh, the trans atheist communist agenda of Black Lives Matter. We're actually going to put it on our church to leave us alone. How about what's happening with pride? A little bit too much pride, right? A little bit too much right there in the church, drag shows in church. Now, the guardians of democracy, at one point, the media pretended to do that, right? The New York Times, the Washington Post, right? They actually had these heavyweight columnists, you know, these, these actually pretty good men who were giants in their field. William Sapphire, right? Big time columnist. And this guy would call out BS from both sides. And we don't have that now. And one side is running with it. Our side, right here, I think the standard should apply to all. The standard should apply to Democrats and Republicans. And when things go wrong on both sides, I watch this. The independent investigation has concluded that Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women and in doing so violated federal and state law. I am announcing that today we are filing a lawsuit against Donald Trump for violating the law as part of his efforts to generate profits for himself, his family, and his company. The tool of the establishment who goes after whoever she's told to go after. You know, the first segment there, she's going after Andrew Cuomo. I'm no Andrew Cuomo fan. I don't like the nursing home situation. I don't like that he signed a $5 million book deal while he was still governor. But I know this about Andrew Cuomo. He's no sexual predator. And the Bidens wanted him gone. And they got him gone. You want to see an example of his uh, sexual harassment? We all saw it on TV. It's in the attorney general's report. Here it goes. Be no reluctance. This is Dr. Elizabeth Dufort, 
who is in the appropriate PPE wear. Nice to see you, doctor. You make that gown look good. Head up a little bit. Head up. Close your eyes. Close my eyes. Why do I need to close my eyes? You can question the doctor. That's okay. Why do I need to close my eyes? For comfort. comfort. It might make you tear a little bit. Okay. If I fall asleep? <laughs> then we'll have you sit down. Head up a little bit. That's okay. it? Yeah. That's it? Okay. Nothing else? That's it. You just witnessed sexual harassment according to the state attorney general of New York. That's a victim right there in the gown. You know what he said? You'll make that gown look good. Did you notice that? That's technically sexual harassment according to the AG's report. She actually put it in there. Call this person a victim. A victim. State entity employee number two was shocked that the governor had made such a comment on national television. Huh? She's one of the survivors, right? You see how rigged this system is? Cuomo is no predator. And Donald Trump is not a fraudster. Taken out by the same woman who was told to take them out by the Biden people. And Biden works for Obama and who knows who else. I find this totally fascinating and totally illuminating and illustrative and instructive. Take a look. This is another example of sexual harassment. Yeah, right here. They pose for a selfie. Does that girl look like she doesn't want to be next to Cuomo? Hmm? I think we're all adults here. I think we all know when something, you know, executive assistant number one was assisting the governor in his office at the executive mansion when the governor asked her to take a selfie photograph with him. This is evidence of sexual harassment. Everybody knows that that's not sexual harassment. Everybody knows that this is not sexual harassment. Shaking a woman's hand. This was cited by the attorney general as well. You're looking at a victim of sexual harassment, allegedly. Hmm? What's going on here? You know, we, and by that I mean, yeah, I guess I mean MAGA, make America great again. Those of us who believe in the Constitution, who believe in right and wrong, we have to defend Democrats and Republicans. We have to adhere to standards, the law. I'm very proud, actually, of this because he's an unpopular guy, and he was back then. And as he was going down, two people stood up for him, literally only two. New York Times summarized that everybody was fleeing him. Among the only public figures inclined to defend Mr. Cuomo publicly are conservatives, the former mayor, Rudolph Giuliani, and the Newsmax host, Greg Kelly. And if you look back on it, actually, President Trump was somewhat sympathetic to his plight. Doesn't mean we liked him as a governor, but we know what fairness looks like. We know what unfairness looks like. And you, sometimes you got to support your enemies. The whole society is falling down right now. And how is it that Donald Trump accused of fraud, this guy accused of sexual harassment, and Joe Biden is still walking around? <laughs> Joe Biden. He gets to do this. He gets to do this. He gets to do this. He gets to get checks for $200,000 from this guy, that guy, that relative. And everything's fine. The system is being manipulated and used for those in power to keep them in power. And we shouldn't stand for it. We got to get out there and vote and stay active. All right, what's next? Breaking news, New York Mayor Eric Adams confirming that the FBI has seized a cell phone from him as part of a federal investigation. Breaking news, everybody, out of New York. Mayor Eric Adams' campaign has just confirmed reporting from the New York Times 
saying the FBI seized iPhones and an iPad from his home. As this breaking news just in with a source confirming to CNN that the FBI has seized New York City Mayor Eric Adams' phones and an iPad of his in part of its federal corruption investigation. As I totally predicted, this guy was no good from the start. Actually, no good 30 years ago. He joined the police department, he said, to ruin it. His big claim to fame was, I'm a cop, therefore I should be the mayor. And coming from a Democrat, oh my goodness gracious, that's so interesting, so innovative, so different. He fooled a lot of people. Now he's in trouble. Yeah, sure, he hasn't been arrested yet, but this is not going in the right direction. The FBI seizes his phones. They have a warrant. Uh, I expect his arrest to happen imminently, but we will see. And I expect this from a guy who joined the police department to ruin it. Again, he said that. He said that. He joined the police department to take it down. And you can't trust a guy who, instead of being a cop when it was his job, instead, he hung around Al Sharpton, <laughs> wanted to be his bodyguard and Minister Farrakhan's bodyguard. Yeah, the crazy anti-Semite, right, who would come to town and Eric Adams would show him around. This is a bad guy, but that law enforcement credential, he abused and fooled a lot. For 22 years, I wore a bulletproof vest and stood on the street corners and protected children and families in the city of New York. Wow, he's a hero. Just ask him. Uh, that's when he actually had some money and uh, to produce campaign commercials. Before he became mayor, it was more of a do-it-yourself operation. Check this out. And no one can state that you can't search a room in your own home. You write the Constitution. There are no First Amendment rights inside your household. All right, you got that? He's telling you how to run your household because, after all, he's a, a borough president. Next. So if you come to a room like this, you can start out, I always recommend to start out in a periodic fashion so you'll be used to going through the room to look at um, the various items in the room. You can look in a jewelry box, a jewelry box of this nature, maybe a simple jewelry box, but if you look through it closely, you don't know what your child may be hiding. For instance, a gun could be hidden, a small caliber weapon could be hidden inside a jewelry box. Look at the various colognes and perfumes and photos and pinches. These tips could save a kid's life. Oh, my God. How about the music? Give me one more. You should always, when your child brings in his popular knapsack with many different locations, look through it to see what exactly is your child carrying in addition to a book. Something simple as a crack pipe, a used crack pipe. Could he have found it on the street? That's quite possible. But this is a, a discussion piece where you should start speaking with him to find out what is he doing with it. Thank you. Thank you so much for these totally and utterly useless tips made with taxpayer money. Can you believe it? Anyway, looks like he's going down and he didn't get much better as mayor. This is a great city and I'm the Biden of Brooklyn. I do the boogaloo. I salsa. I'm a black man. That's the mayor. Every day in the police department, I kick those crackers ass. Don't stand in front like you treated someone that's on the plantation that you own. One of my best gifts, as you know, marijuana is legal. I have bamboo. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, let's smoke a little weed after the show, Stephen Colbert. Great message for those children. Moments ago, you were telling, ooh, parents, look for the drugs. So, uh, bad guy, 
but I think this was an authorized, is an authorized takeout by the Biden administration. He wasn't getting along with Biden. The breakup, Biden and Adams avoid each other in New York. Because by, uh, Adams was uh, complaining about the immigration situation and begging for billions of dollars, not trying to do anything practical to fix the migrant situation, to keep them out of New York, but just to shake down the federal government. If we don't get the support we need, New Yorkers could be left for a $12 billion bill. So while New York City will continue to lead, it's time the state and federal government step up. <laughs> With money. <laughs> With money. Not let's fix the border. Not let's stop it down. They just... Anyway, so he's in trouble right now. How many again? Uh, the FBI grabbed all that stuff. I think it was ordered by the Biden administration. I do not have proof, just like I don't have proof that Senator Menendez may have been ordered by the Biden administration as well. You know, he was... Uh, not a fan of that Iran nuclear deal. And as a Democrat leading the Senate Armed Services Committee, that was a problem. That was a real problem. Going after Democrats gives them cover to go after Republicans on nothing, right? You see, we go after Democrats, too. It's all part of the great big game. And it stinks. I'll be right back. Can you trust? A new study finds Americans don't trust big media. Millions are going to Newsmax as their trusted source. They go to Newsmax.com and watch Newsmax TV for the news they really need to know. They download the free Newsmax app. Almost 7 million cable viewers watch Newsmax, but not Fox News. And 20 million Americans like you have made the switch and watch Newsmax all the time. So make the switch to Newsmax for real news. Well, the fighting seems to be intensifying. Uh, what about those four-hour timeouts? Uh, are they taking place? Should they take place? Seems rather counterintuitive to take a, uh, a break during the middle of a war. Rick Grinnell joins us, senior national security analyst here at Newsmax, former acting director of national intelligence and the U.S. ambassador to Germany under President Trump. Welcome back, sir. Wow. Great, what a mess. Thanks for having me. You bet. A uh, long time. So... Rick, what do you think of this uh, take a break uh, for the humanitarian exchange? Seems like uh, we're not dealing with people who like to act like human beings. Well, first of all, within the first three minutes of any pause, the hostages should be released. If they're not released within seven more minutes, I say it's a phony process. They should not have to have any enticement to uh, release hostages if they're really serious about having some sort of humanitarian pause. This is really ridiculous. Uh, humanitarian pause is a ceasefire. We all, we all know that. Hamas is going to be able to reconstitute. They're going to shoot people in the back who are leaving that they don't want to leave. This is chaos. I don't understand why we are telling Israel how to run a war that is all about their safety. We should stay out. Keep your nose out of their business. Yeah. Uh, he, and Biden and his team, they seem to always be worried about what AOC and Rashida Tlaib are going to think and say and do. And I think it's a, it's a real big factor here, more than folks realize or more than be, is being reported. It's Michigan, right? We, what we know is that this whole strategy is about Detroit, Michigan. 
and the fact that uh, many Arabs are upset in Detroit, and this is uh, a, a disaster because Biden needs to win Michigan. Uh, what I would say is if you're in Michigan, you need to speak up. You need to be very clear about the fact that Hamas is a terrorist organization, and we shouldn't be telling Israel what to do to get rid of a terrorist organization. We can go through all of the points that uh, Israel pulled out in 2005 and left this area so that the Palestinians could decide what to do with it. Instead of building a beautiful beach uh, luxury resort, uh, the Hamas leaders took all the money, billions of dollars, moved to Qatar, and launched a terrorist operation from inside uh, Gaza. This is the facts. And if anybody is not willing to look at the facts, we should throw the facts in their face. I'm just astounded that we don't have teachers on college campuses that are not shaking these students to say, you look stupid. You don't know what the facts are. And let me teach you a little bit. This is not just simply a bad guy beating up on somebody. Hey, uh, speaking of facts thrown in somebody's face, this was quite the moment at the RNC debate uh, the other day, and I know you are very critical of the media. Let's take a look at this. I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We have a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020. 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. <laughs> and uh, uh, wait, do we have the part where she demanded the resignation? <laughs> he demanded a resignation. And then there was this, Rick. Chris, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Ross. This is how we get our country back. We need accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. Ramaswamy, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn That's to Governor, Governor Christie. Why you? Uh, whatever you think of Vivek Ramaswamy, that was beautiful. Uh, what, what your reaction, Rick? I mean, I love it when people give it back to the media because, first of all, I don't understand why NBC is doing a debate for the Republicans. But when Kristen Welker is sitting there, uh, that smile, Greg, that she gives at the end is a uh, I put one over on you smile. I was able to really dupe you because she's never been held to account. She got a promotion out of this, Greg. She's now the, uh, the host of Meet the Press after literally being one of the leaders to push this idea that uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation, we shouldn't look at it, that Donald Trump was a Russian asset, all of this phony fake stuff, big tech was working with NBC and all of the employees at NBC, and they don't get held to account. And, and so I love that uh, Vivek just 
made her squirm on national television on her own network. And the only thing she could do was smile, basically, to say, it doesn't matter. I'm above all this. <laughs> well, it was amazing. It was amazing. And by the way, people forget she ran interference for Joe Biden in the second presidential yes. debate and shut down any conversation about the laptop. Um, Looking at next year, how confident are you that, um, you know, President Trump is going to be in a good position a year from now, i.e. president-elect? Look, I think the Democrats, uh, just like the Iranians, always overreach. We can always count on them overreaching. And what we see now is the Democrats completely coordinating a weaponization of the justice system. People see it. People know what's happening. Uh, there's no subtlety to it. And I think that every day that we see all these legal challenges and how they're just trying to strip President Trump of, of every right that he has. And by the way, Greg, remember, they waited about two years so that they could time this right as he was running. People see all this. People outside of Washington, D.C. in the, in the press room see it. Washington, D.C. types just think, oh, we're putting one over on everybody. But they're the laughing stock. We see it and we're, we're on to them. Yep. And uh, I think they're in for a very rude awakening, uh, maybe even more shocking than 2016. We'll see. Rick Rennell, we appreciate it so much to be continued, sir. All the best. We'll be right back. Newsmax shoots it straight. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell me how to think. They let me decide. Real news for real people. It is the start of Pride Month. Right. We are kicking off Pride Month. There's Becky Worley pulling up to, to the historic Stonewall Inn in a red convertible. We have a big celebration. It is June 1st, and that means the start of Pride Month. So we asked some of our LGBTQ plus colleagues right here at CBS to reflect on the meaning of Pride. Unfortunately, it wasn't just a month. It extended into August, September, October, November. It's Pride year, right? Pride decade, Pride century. I thought Pride was kind of a bad thing, right? The sin of Pride. Anybody here? If you look it up, it's not good. Excessive Pride. It's actually considered a sin. An excessive preoccupation with self and one's own importance, achievements, status, or possessions. Yeah, talking about Pride too much is uh, damaging and wrong. And we're making kids do it. And that probably is the worst sin. My name is Asa. I am six years old and I do drag. Asa is a baby drag queen. He performs at drag shows as Lulu Lovely Twirls. Lulu Lovely Twirls. Lulu Lovely Twirls! He started doing this four, five, now six years old. He is by far the youngest performer we've seen. A new show brought to you by Vice Media, which is owned by Disney. People who don't like what we believe can sometimes be violent. People want to cause harm to our family, like legit harm. 
We were getting death threats. Horrible things being said. That there was a child stripping. And dancing provocatively. Calling us groomers, pedophiles. Child Protective Services was called on us. Uh, I actually made that phone call. I made one of them. I did. I think this is child abuse. No one wants to destroy that family. They want to save it. This is child abuse. And they're forcing us to take the stand. You notice they make the critics look like the evildoers. It's the other way around. Next. And it looks like she has makeup on. Here's my Barbie house. Here's Townsville. What's Townsville from? Powerpuff Girls. The mayor's tower, which has the pride flag. Who made this for you? My dad. Yeah, that guy. Uh, I don't want anybody to be ashamed of who they are, okay? But the excessive pride in anything, in being a straight white male, being proud of that, I think that's pretty strange too, don't you? Wouldn't you? Of course. Anyway, we're in trouble. This is being pushed by mainstream, big-time corporate America and the Democrat Party. And oh, by the way, drag queens, young and old, no talent. Please welcome Desmond Naples, a.k.a. Desmond is amazing. That poor child, that poor abused child, that mopey, lame dance, and everybody's yelling and screaming. Pray. Pray. Again, owned by Disney. Disney owns ABC and Vice Media, huh? What is their agenda? There can be no doubt anymore. I'll be right back. Maybe you've seen Billboard Chris, the guy on the left there. Uh, he's a great guy, walks around the world with signs that show total truth, right? A man is a man, a woman is a woman. You can't change your sex. It's just basic truths, and children should not be sexualized. And it makes some people really mad when he hits the streets. So you're telling me that somehow for the first time in history, we need to sterilize children and cut off their body parts to help them be their true selves. Do you hear yourself? I understand what you're trying to insinuate, but that unfortunately is all of medicine, is net stuff that's never been done before, and where, we're doing it now. Where were all these suicides people. back in the 80s and 90s and 70s and 100 years ago and 500 years ago? Where were all these suicides of supposed trans kids? They didn't exist. The suicide myth is a complete and utter lie. It's pretty awesome to see him at work, huh? Billboard Chris, Chris Elston. He's from Canada, but he travels the world with this message of truth, very basic truth that really upsets some people. It's fascinating to watch. I think he's making a real difference. Chris Elston, Billboard Chris, joins us now. Chris, welcome back to Newsmax. And also Jamie Michelle, she is the founder of Gays Against Groomers. You two people are awesome, and uh, I love the work you do. Uh, Chris, first to you. Man, uh, <laughs> do you think you're changing any minds out there? I, I'm in awe of what you do and how you do it. Are you changing minds, the people you meet? 
Yeah, I definitely changed some minds. Ultimately, what I'm trying to do is reach the 80% of people in the middle who don't know anything about this. Because honestly, nine out of 10 people, when they hear about this, their jaw hits the floor. They have no idea and frankly can't believe that we're stopping the development of perfectly healthy children, cutting off their body parts, turning them into lifelong pharmaceutical patients. So I need to reach them. The people who are aggressive or hostile on the street, you're not going to change too many minds in that moment, but I have tactics to deal with them. I get, I get asking questions and I get them to challenge their own beliefs. And maybe when they go home, they start thinking about this more later. But ultimately, I'm out there to reach the normies. And of course, the impact on social media, you're making people think. And you know, it's pretty wild. I've never seen you get angry or in any way remotely irritated. You just seem to be totally calm and totally at peace with the facts. Have I missed something? Do you ever let it get under your skin? Well, no, I've run all these scenarios through my head and I've been doing this for such a long time that I'm used to it now. And to be honest, when people get really hostile or angry and aggressive, if, even if they get violent, they're doing me a favor because I'm not out there looking for that. But when that happens, that causes a lot of these videos to go viral and that's helping to educate millions of people. So I want to thank Antifa and all these crazy leftists for doing my job for me because they do it better than I ever could. Jamie Michelle from Gays Against Groomers. By the way, are you two familiar with each other? I, Jamie, I have a feeling you must be a fan. Uh, have you guys met before? Yeah, we have, and we're, we're good friends. We, I mean, we're in the same field, the same industry, you know? <laughs> so. Well, it, it is remarkable. It's happening on the street. Uh, can you give us an update? Uh, corporations, uh, you know, they seem to go wherever the wind is blowing. Disney seems as woke and even woker uh, than before. What's happening in corporate America and Canada, for that matter? Uh, you know, I, I think that they are starting to get the message. I think they're getting the hint that, you know, if they come out in support of uh, pushing disgusting filth on children, uh, selling products that they're not ready to be seeing yet, introducing ideas and concepts they're not ready for yet, that there is going to be severe pushback. Uh, the general public, as Chris was saying, you know, 80 percent of these people uh, do fall in the middle of the, of the population, do fall somewhere in the middle. And, and uh, the middle these people, uh, you know, they want to protect children. They know that children are the red line that nobody crosses. So I, I do have faith in corporate America to do the right thing. I think that, you know, the DEI uh, and ESG scores that they have to play along with now, they they still want to sneak stuff in there. But I have hope. But like like all of this, the war is far from over. I want to throw to a billboard Chris moment. Uh, control room pick. There's so many. They're all good. Uh, let's take a look. What are you going to do? Are you going to let them go through puberty? If, I mean, it's the child's, like, if that's what they're telling you as a parent, I'm going to let my child, I don't have kids, so I don't know. Uh, it, it goes on from there. It gets a little bit vulgar, um, but it's all good. Chris, what do you make of Joe Biden and his role in all of this? You know, he stands up at the State of the Union, tells transgender children, I have your back. Uh, advocates, uh, you know, boys using girls' room and girls using boys' rooms. Um, is he a big source of, uh, I don't know, this, uh, this toxicity? Yeah, he's a disgrace. I don't, I'm not sure he knows what day it is anymore, but back when he still had his faculties, he was campaigning on this. The Biden Foundation has been donating to Gender Spectrum, which is one of the biggest organizations in the USA, pushing this ideology onto our kids for several years. Back when he was running for president, he had some town hall where they had a woman come up and talk about her quote unquote trans kid. It was just some softball question for him to virtue signal how he was gonna stand up 
for the sterilization of children. Now, of course, they don't word it like that, but that's exactly what's happening. So Joe Biden's been a problem for a long time. Barack Obama, same thing through Obamacare. They required insurance companies to pay for this child abuse. And how did you get into this? And, and like, it's just, it's, it's amazing what you do. Uh, but I think you have a family and you have a job, right? I mean, you're, you're able to kind of travel a fair amount. Um, how, did this, how did this start? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a wild adventure, but I just learned about this child abuse starting in 2019. My kids were seven and nine years old at the time, two girls. And this is primarily a social contagion affecting girls, whereas this used to affect boys mostly. And we now have tens of thousands of kids. The New York Times reported 300,000 children been diagnosed with gender dysphoria in the United States. And this really just felt like a calling for me because I'm getting up there in years. I've had all my young years. All I care about as a father, all most parents care about is the world that I leave for my kids. And I'm not gonna leave a world for my girls that doesn't even know what a woman is, a world trying to change the sex of children. We just cannot tolerate this. So I decided to take a stand and I did the only thing I could, which was go outside and start talking to people. And I knew if I just stayed persistent and never gave up, that this would grow into something. And I would meet amazing people like Jamie. And together, we're all fighting and we're going to win. It's awesome. I'm so glad uh, you're doing it. And it's uh, pretty amazing. You got to go to billboardchris.com, everybody, or at billboardchris on social media. And Jamie, um, you know, a lot of us can't be Billboard Chris. <laughs> we're not going to try that uh, for a host of reasons. Uh, uh, what can people do uh, to support the cause who, you know, can't take it to the streets themselves? Yeah, 100 percent. Well, I mean, the important thing is just getting the word out there. So if you're able to make noise on social media, even if you don't have a big account, just start posting it. You know, your friends, the, a lot of people are scared to talk about it because they think that they're going to get canceled by their friends and family and job. But I think that they would be surprised that the majority of people really do agree with this. And as Chris was saying, uh, the overwhelming amount don't even know that this is happening. And the second they do find out exactly what gender affirming care means and that it involves cutting the healthy body parts off of children and sterilizing them with chemical castration drugs that are used for uh, to treat um, pedophiles, you know, uh, they, they instantly are against it and want to fight. So um, my advice is just make whatever noise you can, go to your local school board, get involved, support people like Chris, support groups like Gays Against Groomers, because unfortunately it does take money to be in this fight. You know, Chris has to travel. We have tons of expenses and it's unfortunate, but that's the reality. Um, but, you know, the louder we get, the more people that join in, uh, the quicker it ends and it will end. Go to gazeagainstgroomers.com for more. Jamie, thank you. Chris, thank you. You guys are so smart, so articulate, and so brave. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, you Greg. Back. We'll be right back. So, Joe Biden had trouble putting on a sweater, or did he? All right, he was in Michigan, and they gave him one of those, I don't know, uh, thanks for coming, President Biden sweaters, and he puts it on. We'll show you the version the White House wants you to think how it all went down and then the real version of how it went down. Joe putting on the sweater. White House version, then reality.
right, to the Cybersecurity Board at the Homeland Security. Cite that for misinformation. Sure, seem like it. Interesting that the White House put that video out. The first video is an official White House like Instagram, and the comparison would inevitably be made. Maybe Joe has some people working around him who are actually working against him. Hmm. Harvard University at one point was the most prestigious university in the world, but now it seems so tolerant that they tolerate anti-Semitism. Yeah, maybe it's even being encouraged. Uh, Harvard University has lost whatever status it, it had, and it is a shame. I mean, at one point, they made smart people, or smart people went there. Those days are over. And just like MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, we might not have made it to the moon if it wasn't for the engineers at MIT. And now, same deal. Anti-Semitism seems to be encouraged, tolerated, if not encouraged. It's wild. This is happening in America. And there's very little outcry. You got to go to conservative media. You, gotta, you can't really see it. They're not talking about it, but it's happening. Who remembers that guy, Bubba, the NASCAR driver? Remember the fake news story about the noose in his garage? Turned out to be a piece of string. It's total fake news. But there was more concern about that fake news in Bubba than all this anti-Semitism. We are also following, also following breaking news this morning involving NASCAR. A noose was found in the garage stall of Bubba Wallace. He's the sport's only top-tier black driver. New reporting tonight involving the rope found in NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace's garage. Just this disgusting display of hatred that happened overnight. A noose was found hanging in Bubba Wallace's garage. He is the only black driver in NASCAR's top circuit. All right, again, it was a piece of string that you pull to close the garage if you don't have a garage door opener system, right? Uh, more outrage, more indignation, more sensitivity about Bubba and the fake news than all of these attacks against Jewish people. It is a sin. And I'll be right back. Happy birthday to the Marine Corps. 1775 to 2023, 248 years, November 10th, Marine Corps birthday. And my Marine friends, happy birthday to all you Marines. Uh, this is the day I graduated from flight school, an amazing day in Meridian, Mississippi. I'm on the far right. And uh, let's see, A.J. Haino. I, can't, I still keep in touch with A.J. He's still in Pensacola. He's instructing on the far left there. Great people. That was one of the best things about serving the people. Folks, we have something called Newsmax Plus, NewsmaxPlus.com, and you really should get it. Um, you have access to everything Newsmax. Now, if you get Newsmax on your satellite system or cable, uh, you get it all already, all right? You're already set. However, if you stream us on a Roku or something like that, you got to get Newsmax Plus. Now, with Newsmax Plus, you get Newsmax 2, and you get the main Newsmax. You get all of our archival footage, special features, documentaries, movies. Uh, it's really fantastic stuff. So I encourage everybody to get NewsmaxPlus.com. You set it up on your TV or your smartphone. It's not hard to do, and it costs basically nothing. It's very, very inexpensive. So please consider. It's a free trial, so no risk whatsoever. NewsmaxPlus.com. Good night, everybody, and stay tuned for Chris Plant. Have a great weekend.